Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back to the Living the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaletti, and we have a treat for you today. Encouragement and inspiration, positivity and prowess, fun and flair. None are in short supply when it comes to the high energy country trio, The Heels. And yes, their music is darn good too. The band was born of a desire to heal through music, and now they're carrying that mission forward and sharing it with an ever-growing fan base. Theirs is a message of optimism and empowerment set to a sweet country soundtrack full of monster hooks and magnetic multi-part harmonies as showcased on their hugely popular debut LP, 2018's Love Heals. Welcome, Brittany, Bobby, and Kyla. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Yeah. I said everybody's. I, said, I think I said everybody's name right, and now I can just relax, and you guys take over the show. All right. Well, the, the three of you are coming right now from close to Vancouver, Canada. Correct. Yeah. Okay, and I would love to hear. We would love to hear a little background on how the trio came together how you met, and give us a little background story of how The Heels came about. Sure. <laughs> Who wants to go? Who wants to take it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've got this down to an art now. <laughs> we take pieces. Yeah, we all started as solo artists. Um, that was our background. And then uh, I started working at Kyla's cafe that she owns. So Kyla was the owner and I was the barista and Bobby was the regular customer that came in on our lunch breaks every day. Mm -hmm. And we would get together after hours and just sing music to feel good and work through whatever we were going through. We even had like other girls that we worked with. We'd just gather and play music and whether it was like improving music or cover songs or writing music, and so we called ourselves the heels that for healing. <laughs> exactly. I love it. And then <laughs> that's kind of a nutshell. Oh, were you going to add something? I don't want to cut you off, Bobby, if you had something else. No. So, so you that was start, how we started. That was start. <laughs> so you all did all three of you love music growing up. Was it something that you've always been interested in or has it, become a bigger interest in the last few years? Uh, I would say we all equally um, enjoyed music, being on the stage. Music was always a part of our life through family or different groups that we joined through school or outside of school. So um, yeah, we all kind of have that same connection with music and, and how it speaks to us. I just feel like we were born to do it. 
And growing up, we all had the same story of putting on shows for our family and our neighbors and making tickets and having siblings holding flashlights as spotlights. (laughs) And (laughs) so, yeah, it's just always been something that we've always wanted to do. And so I feel like that really connects us when, when we're kind of working towards the same goals that we all have that same sort of little girl in our heart that is just like super excited about everything that we get to do together. So, yeah. I love it. Kyla, do you still have the cafe or is that no more? No, I do. I have two and a bus, a food truck bus, and uh, they are operating uh, right now in Vancouver. I'm on the island. So I have Uh, a team over there. When I'm away in Nashville and everything, they take care of everything. So, Oh, that's cool. Oh, good. Okay. So that was, we got the background. We know how the three of you connected. How long, how long has the group been together for now? Four years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, this will, the way I ask this question will show how little I know about the in-depths of a music group, but I'm assuming that you, there needs to be a great chemistry between the three of you. And is there, do all three of you have similar strengths or is somebody more of the singer and somebody's more of the plays instruments? Do you all do all of it? Or can you give us any insight on the sort of behind the scenes on the teamwork it takes to be a successful trio? Yeah. Um, Yeah, well, (laughs) we all kind of share, like, the different roles behind the scene, because there is a lot of uh, aspects that are non-musical. And I would say, like, Kyla does our website. She's very good with technical things. Um, When we're on stage, Britt plays guitar for us. She grew up with a musical family that everyone was musicians, so she started really young and is great on the instruments. And... Yeah, we, we all kind of, I would say we do what we enjoy doing. And I think when you enjoy something, you, you put your best effort in it. And so that kind of makes you shine at it. Like I love writing and um, even just like composing emails and just writing anything is, is fun for me. So I take on that um, most of the time. And yeah, what would you say? Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. I think we all have different angles that we come at one job at. Like if we have a grant to write, we know like someone's really good with like making sure everything is like in order in particular. Someone's really good with the creative. Someone's really good with gathering information. And so yeah, it, it balances out really nicely. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice to have people to work on projects with because a lot of being an artist in the music industry is not so much about just singing on a stage, which it would be lovely yeah. if it was. Hopefully one but, day. <laughs> but there's so much of, you know, different things that go into it. And so when you can share in all of those tasks together, it just makes it more fun, like group projects versus just doing something on your own. So it's more motivating and it's more fun. I love it. Kyla, were you, were you going to add something? No, they covered it. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's almost like it's amazing to me that the three of you from Bobby, what you were saying, you all have these different strengths. And did you know before you formed a group that each individual had different strengths or did you figure that out after you came together as a group? 
I would say after because we kind of like a lot of bands it's like they're friends and they know each other and then they're like hey we all like singing let's make a band but we sort of just became a band and then we all got to know each other yeah. after that so it literally like we we like joined this unit of three and we had a show about six days later and from there on we kind of got to know each other and how each other works and, and what you're traveling for like 12 hours in a car yeah <laughs> you get to know each other really yeah. well yeah being on the road and sort of going through all of those days where you you know you've got these like high stress situations and very little sleep and then you're you know doing something that you love but then it's also quite you know there's nerves and there's different sort of feelings going into it for everybody but I think we've all helped each other kind of get through those things because we've all kind of had different experiences along the way so whether someone's really nervous about a show or the size of a crowd or we're always sort of there to balance each other out if someone's having a rough day or didn't sleep well it's like the other two can or kind of storms. cheer them up <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah been in some crazy storm we have yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that i love that you said that i wasn't even gonna ask about that but how when you're talking about the nerves, I think that's such an interesting place to talk about for a second. I, I, before COVID, did a lot of motivational speaking. So there could sometimes be hundreds of people in the audience. I used to be scared to death to speak to five people, let alone 250. Have all three of you been pretty um, relaxed when it comes to a crowd of 10 or 1,000? Or is it still something you get that nervous excitement for before you go on stage? Um, I personally, I, I don't get nervous anymore, but um, the Rogers one, I, I, I felt a little bit of what, like butterflies, but in general, I think, I think it's, uh, it's more exciting than like before you go on for a show. But. Kyla, I need to yeah. ask, just because you brought it up, can you, can you talk about the Rogers event that you just uh, mentioned? Because I think this is awesome. Yeah, that was our, like right before the whole pandemic hit. That was, uh, I think it was like a couple days before. And it was probably the, the biggest moment for me personally as part of this band. And um, yeah, it was magical and just, it was, I, I couldn't believe seeing uh, us on the big screen and everybody was messaging us and like, Oh my, cause they like, er, there was people we didn't even know uh, were in the, that, that they were there that night and they were, we had no idea they were even there. They're like, Oh my gosh, you can't, what the, like they didn't know we were coming. So it was like a big surprise for everybody. It was, that was probably a huge, the best moment for me personally. And those that don't know, you sang the national anthem before a hockey game, and you tell me, but there was a lot of people in the in the crowd, right? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> had you sung the national anthem in the past, or was that the first time the three of you had done the national anthem? I think we did it at the rodeo. Yeah, we did the Cloverdale rodeo. We were lucky to have um, the whole weekend. We sang. Um, anthems and we sang in the back of their pickup truck in the on the rodeo grounds so that was really fun yeah yeah that was cool oh. that was our first summer together our second summer together so yeah yeah oh that's great yeah. Bobby were you gonna say something regarding the nerves before getting on stage question um 
I mean, I feel like it's, it's a lot of excitement when we go out there. Um, there's definitely butterflies and I really love it. I feel like when, when you have that, it just gives you that feeling of just appreciation for all the newness that keeps coming into our world. So, um, yeah, I think even as we've had these shows since the pandemic, there was a little bit more nerves because as you do it on a regular basis, it definitely yeah. becomes a little bit more of a routine. And But I do love those feelings where you're just like excited, but also those little bit of nerves because it's always that first initial walking onto the stage, singing the first, um, the, the first song, and then having everyone cheer and clap. And then you're kind of like, okay, I'm a bit more relaxed now, mm -hmm. but sometimes we add new songs or we have dance routines, or maybe it's just new banking a list of people mm -hmm. and you have to remember all the different sponsors and different people that, that helped you get there. And so, yeah, you'll, you never want to forget anything or fumble. So there's definitely those little nerves, but then when it goes really well afterwards, it's such a big celebration because yeah. you were so nervous and then you did it. And I don't like nerves. <laughs> I don't like them at all. I get really shaky from nerves and then my voice gets shaky. So I do everything in my power to like not get those nerves. And when I do, I'm like, no, it needs to go away, but it does go away. And like Bobby said, after, after the first song. Yeah. Is that what normally yeah. happens? It takes one song and then all three of you, Brittany. Usually. With you? Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Usually. Yeah. 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 I love that. I, th I think that's so cool how real all three of you are with the nerves. Because, I, I mean, I think I'll probably get nervous before every time I go in front of, it doesn't matter how many people. But it's like... It's almost like a little bit of nervousness, like you said, Bobby. It like it keep, gets the juices going. Like it's it's excitement. You reframe it as excitement, and I think that's cool. Okay, so just because I talk about goals a lot on this podcast, I have to ask the three of you, and I'd love to hear from all three of you if you want. Do you have do you have group goals for music, and then do you also have individual goals? It could be with music. It could be with the business of the heels or just something personal goals. Do you have some short and or long-term goals that you want to accomplish either as a group or individually? Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm, oh. <laughs> go ahead. No, you go. Uh, <laughs> our, um, I was just going to say like our mission as a team is t like to heal. So I think as a, as a group, our goal is to reach as many people and touch as many people as we can um, and, and raise vibrations, like make everybody a little bit happier in their, in their daily life. Yeah. And in doing that, we'd love to be out on the road and a tour bus and collaborating with other artists that we feel inspired by and that we get along with and be able to see lots of the world and travel and just keep creating music together because I think the the more we keep writing and creating and recording, um, just the stronger our music is getting. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say, Kyle? Uh, oh, I just, uh, yeah, pretty much that. I, I think it's like, I would, for, I, I would love to chart in Canada. <laughs> just because we worked really mm -hmm. hard and it would be, it would be great just to see that energy come back to us and I feel like that would be a platform for us to launch off even even further 
onto um, just to, to have that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So just so I understand too, when you say, Kyla, when you say chart, meaning be in the top, is it a hundred songs or albums? Is that what you mean? Well, top 40 would be ideal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are goals. <laughs> that's right. You got to aim high, right? I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was listening to my fair share of the Heels songs before we came on here and I had a big smile on my face because... It's just like all three of you have said, it's clear that it's not just music. There's a story or inspiration behind. It seems like every song that I listen to. So for everybody listening and watching, this is the three that, I mean, all of them stood out, but you have the upbeat song, Friends Like Mine, which I love that. Then we were talking about before recording the funny song, Take the Trailer, which I, I'm still chuckling about. The music video is hilarious and fun. <laughs> Anybody listening or watching YouTube, take the trailer by the heels because it is, it is just greatness. Uh, and then I think this is more recent, but it was an inspiring song, which was Faith Over Fear um, that I saw the, the YouTube video of. So I guess in bringing all three of those up, how does, again, for me and a lot of listeners who don't know the behind the scenes, how does a song happen with the three of you? And I think I'm just going to stop there and let you three talk about it. But like, how does, what's the process and can you walk us through the process of making a song? I think it's different for everyone. I feel like it's, <laughs> it changes, it's different. It's different. Mm -hmm. It's different. Yeah. Um, it's, like for those ones specifically, um, they all kind of came in very different ways. Um, like for example, Friends Like Mine, we wrote that with a friend of ours and he's in Nashville. We were down there. It was my birthday. We were getting all these messages from friends saying happy birthday. I was feeling super grateful and also emotional. So, uh, and then he just suggested, you know, I had this idea. It's a song title called friends like mine. I guess it's a song about friends. And we were like, Oh, that's not a song that we have yet. Yeah. So we started writing that and take the trailer. We, we also love to write stuff that's kind of so, yeah, like almost so extreme, like the idea and then just really push it. So the whole idea behind take the trailer, besides that it's just funny and fun is that you're choosing your own path to happiness, no matter how ridiculous that might be of, you know, leaving your whole life behind and just taking a trailer because your happiness and your goals are the most important in your life. So that's the deeper message yeah. of all the fun. But that one um, was just sort of something that we just thought was, was funny. And, and um, yeah, we just kind of put it, kept putting in all these crazy ideas. And You're on a road trip. Yeah, like our own, <laughs> our own little story of like, if you're leaving now, what would you bring? And, yeah. and so, yeah, everything just usually stems from an idea or something that somebody says and it means something to us and there's mm -hmm. a story behind it. And then sometimes we write something and later we're sort of like analyzing it and we're like, wow, what is the message? That <laughs> what did we just like write? kind of like something like in your subconscious <laughs> yeah. that comes out and you're like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's always healing to us in a way to just kind of get all of these feelings out together. Mm -hmm. And Faith Over Fear was very healing. That was like after the earthquakes in... Nashville and, and tornadoes. Tornadoes. Sorry. <laughs> that's the that's a lyric in the song. 
<laughs> um, the tornadoes had just happened the week before in Nashville. And it was just this crazy, like, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was kind of eerie down there. Like mm-hmm. everyone was kind of, you know, nervous, obviously. And, and then the pandemic was just starting. So again, people were nervous and not really knowing what's going on. And, and people then- were canceling things. And some people were feeling like it wasn't appropriate to be doing anything other than worrying or, um, you know, mm-hmm. doing anything creative. Mm-hmm. Some people were sort of leery. People to- were struggling. So it was like, how do we write about right now? Yes. And that one was just a conversation uh, with the co-writers in the room. And she basically said, you know, I'm just not going to get it. It's not for me. (laughs) And then she said she saw this bumper sticker when she was at church. And she just thought that's, and and we were like, yeah, that that rings true to us because there's always going to be, whether it's a pandemic and COVID and illness, or maybe it's the tornado because we were there and the tornado had come through, but there was a whole other wave that they were expecting mm-hmm, that day. And there was all these apps. Like even if you don't have the weather app on your phone, you still somehow get these warnings. Um, and so we were in a right and we're getting all these messages from, from friends and stuff. Where are you? Mm-hmm. Um, are you, you safe? To, yeah. Are you safe there? There's another, there's like, another tornado. Make sure you're near, near a stairwell so you can hold on. Oh and my like, gosh. Wow. Anthony told us to tie. Are you wearing a belt? Make sure tie you it. tie the belt to the staircase. And we were like, this is serious. This is serious. People <laughs> are researching how to like, like survive. Yeah. And so we went. Which is not funny. We no, no. In the moment we were like, what yeah. is going on? Yeah. And we were actually in another song, right? And then we left that song, right? And we were like, okay, I guess we could go to our hotel. But luckily we've made some friends there that feel a lot like family. And we we're like, no, we just need to go to their house. And so we went to a friend's house and, and we just kept trying to sing and talk. And so we made that video that you watched of Faith Over Fear. And it was crazy because the sky was black and everyone was saying, you know, it's coming, it's coming. And that we had the, the news on the TV, but muted. And, and then we just kept singing that. And then all of a sudden the sun started coming out and you can see the sun in, in that, in that in the video. video. It's and bright like it is right now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, it was, it's been a really cool journey of making songs and that's yeah. what everyone Every, says, all of them know? are so different. Write a bunch of songs and then find your best ones. And so that's kind of what we've been doing. What's, how, what's the length of time, let's say the three of you are talking or you're talking with some other members of the team and you come up with an idea, how long does it normally take? And I guess it's probably different based on the song, but how long does it take from idea to recording of a song usually? Like, is it like a day or is it a week or how long does it normally take? Like to get it recorded from the right? Yeah, or yeah. Sometimes it's years. Sometimes like we wrote some last year or the year before in Nashville that we're recording right now. So it's wow. every each one's different, whichever resonates with us. I find um, we, we actually record quite quickly and we demo it also depends if someone is going to try to sync it in the, like sometimes we have co-writers ask us to send a demo right away because they have a potential artist either interested or they want to pitch it. So it just, it depends on who we write with and, and how fast it, well, really how, how it resonates with us. And at the time, I find it's timing too. Like Faith Over Mm -hmm. Fear, for instance, that one, that one resonated so much with what's going on right now. 
Mm-hmm. And that was that like it was just they read they wrote it in March. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just really it depends. Yeah. 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 And I'd say like in a writer's room, I, I would say on average three hours to write a song from yeah. start to finish. Yeah. And then some writers more. We've we've had some uh co-writes that were like a full day. You take a lunch break mm-hmm. and then go back to it. Um, and we're lucky that Brittany is soon to be husband is our producer. And so there's a studio here in their home and luckily he puts our projects at the top of his list. <laughs> Unless there are urgencies. Yes, if, there are, if there's other things in place, obviously we don't, we don't jump the line. No, we, we don't jump patience, the line, but we just have a lot of stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah. so we're, we're lucky that, that there's convenience of that because for some people I know, even some of our friends that kind of live a little bit more remotely, they have to travel and, and it's a Especially lot more for them just to, to make a song. So we're pretty lucky that we can just be like, oh, let's go in and put some vocals on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is very cool. And congratulations to you, Brittany. That's exciting. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad you brought that up, Bobby, because I was going to ask about this anyways. How does the whole, I, I'm trying to think of even how to ask this. So clearly there's, you know, if, if you guys want to start a family or there's fiancés, boyfriends, husbands, etc., are they, are your significant others or family members in pretty much full support of what the heels want to do? Or can it get, can that be a, a difficult thing to kind of ask people to move around uh, if you have shows or tours or whatever? How, how's your support system? I think we're all really lucky. Yeah. We yeah. are. We have a really supportive family members. We have, uh, like my fiance is super supportive. I think because it's, it's just been a passion for us since we were kids that our family, they, they feel as much as we do that we were born to do this. Like they get very well, excited. Yeah. Like, and they come to the shows and they're there and they wear their heels t-shirts <laughs> yeah. and yeah. They, yeah. It's, it's amazing because I know for a lot of people, they struggle with choosing whatever their passion is because sometimes it's not the norm or if your family doesn't approve of it. And for like in the arts, especially there's this whole conception, you know, that it doesn't make you any money and that it's not a real job. Yeah. And, and we think those are limiting beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. And so we don't even like to entertain those thoughts. No. And we just have been wanting this for so long that when we aren't doing it, like right now with it not, having as many things on our plate, it's like we ache for this. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why they're so supportive because they just see the difference in us when we're doing our music. Yeah. So we're pretty lucky. Mm -hmm. What you believe is true to you. So we're like very much about like telling yourself positive affirmations and, and, um, Yes. Yeah. Just encouraging each other all the time. Because I think if you do something that you're passionate about, you're going to be successful no matter what. So, you know, even if you're a gardener, whatever you're doing, it doesn't matter if, if it's perceived as a job that is going to bring you instant riches, but if you're living through your passion and then you'll be on your right path and all of your decisions and everything that you're attracting into your world will be easy and in the flow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I, we need to clip that piece out because that was really good. <laughs> That was so well said. But I'm, I'm also so happy to hear that because I think all three of you are right that not everyone, I, I don't know if I want to say lucky, but it's obvious that you're grateful for 
the support that you have because there are a lot of you know parents aunts uncles that like you said say well that's stupid why would you want to do something like that and i think that's great that you have such support from family and friends and i'm rooting for you now too you got another friend on board (laughs) yeah because we're away from home a lot and we have to miss a lot of things and sometimes you feel like the worst friend uh not being able to be there cheering on your friends and there's definitely a lot of sacrifices that Mm -hmm. come with the job but luckily we we still have friends and family (laughs) (laughs) and that gives you stuff to write about too. We've written songs about being away from home and missing people and, and yeah. grateful for support and all that stuff too. So. Yeah. yeah, that's, uh, that's such a good, I love that. Uh, so regarding the heels as a group, is there, do you pull inspiration from other groups or other singers or like when you're, when you're listening to music, if you're on a long road trip, are you listening to somebody specifically just to, I don't want to say like, it's not like copying off them, but you're just kind of getting inspiration from different sounds. Do you have a group or people that you like to listen to for that inspiration? Or is it basically just you're all in on your own music? I think on road trips, we tend to listen to our, our demos that we've just written. A lot of the time we'll listen to them and we like, we'll study them or yeah, it's a lot of healing, healing journeys. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then it, when you listen a lot, you're like, okay, here's where we could tweak this. Or like you get, you hear sounds and you're like, Ooh, that would be cool there or something. Mm-hmm. But I think we also get inspired like by other songs too. And we're like, guys, did you hear that little part? That's a cool, yeah. like unique mm-hmm. thing. Maybe we could like try something similar to that one day or and things like that. Yeah. yeah. I think there's different artists like for songwriting, um, like Taylor Swift, for example, Casey Musgraves, they kind of write very detailed experiences or um, things that you feel like you're looking into their world when you listen to it. I think that for me is really inspiring, mm-hmm. um, you know, versus just like generic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the story songs that really tell you, you feel like you're like, oh, what what's happened in yeah. their life? And you start wondering you feel things. It. Yeah. So there's artists for sure, like Casey, Taylor, Marin, um, Little Big Town, The High Women. Yeah. You can tell, I mean, this is just from someone looking in from the outside, but it seems to me like even listening to three or four songs, you do exactly that. You're telling a story in a lot of them and you're, it's almost like you're opening the door and letting people into your world, which I think is just I think it's going to be one of the reasons why you just keep growing bigger and bigger because even if you're not a huge country fan, the lyrics alone are, you just have to listen. It's so fun to hear how well the three of you write and I can't wait to see what's next. So it's, it's so, so cool. All right. How about, how about a day in the life of the heels group and let's go in the normal life, which hopefully we're going to get back to soon after COVID What's the, if you, if, do you play one, one gig a night or there's sometimes multiple performances in a day? What's the first, <laughs> just any story about the normal life in, in your group? Make up first. <laughs> really, really early. Coffee yeah. first. Coffee yes. first. Coffee first. And then make up. Then lashes last or something yeah. first. 
Yeah, we're used to like packing a bag and making like the the day starts and you're going to be out all day and maybe there's like outfit changes. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) snacks in the bag. And so I would say when everything was really going for us, we kind of section our time of, you know, focusing on writing this day or focusing on media this day Mm -hmm. and then shows are another day. But we always like to make it as productive as possible. So we'll have sometimes three rights in one day. Mm-hmm. I think we've had four. We've had four before. Yeah. That's so. too much. Two. <laughs> <laughs> we had three, sh- three rights and a show. Yeah. And, and then, then we've also mm-hmm. had, um, you know, multiple shows in a night where we played like a community festival earlier in the day and then driven. And, and when you're having those multiple shows, you still have to sound check. Yes. And so we've been, and we drive from one town, we sound check, we drive to the other town, sound check, play the show, drive back to the other town, play the show, drive back to sleep. <laughs> and then on to the next love it driving. <laughs> Yes. It's crazy. And then with media, it's like all over the place, or sometimes we'll have a meeting place and then different um, people of either bloggers or wherever they're coming from for their, um, their podcast, whatever, they'll come to us, which is, that's helpful sometimes. But yeah, we're used to being really jam packed and trying to fit as much as we can in. And now even more so with um, working from home as we're doing now and recording now that Kyla has moved a little further away we still try to make everything really productive and pack a bunch of stuff in so that our trips are as full as they can be yeah (laughs) make the most of our time yeah Yeah, when we met we lived all on the same block and my cafe was on that block and now we've kind of like separated a little bit and then we come back and we're like and then yeah yeah (laughs) Until yeah. we figure out what, when we can go back to Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that you opened that can of worms, we got to talk about that. The group. <laughs> tell Same. me a little bit. <laughs> tell me a little bit about that. Kyla, if you want, or, or anybody, what's the, there's some plans to move from Vancouver to Nashville. Is that the rumor? Yeah. Our management is down there. And uh, that was the plan before this happened. We had a really cute little house that we were potentially going to all rent together and the healing house. Um, and then now, <laughs> now we're working on this album right now, this new album coming up that it, everything happens for a reason. We always say that. And mm-hmm. we wouldn't have had, well, we probably would have crunched the time, but now we actually have time to really sit in the songs and, and develop them like the way that, they deserve to be developed. So I love having this time, honestly, but uh, yeah, it will be nice to go to Nashville again that I've never felt so alive in a city and just musically being around, but it's nice to be around other like-minded people and be in a city with such energy. There's nothing like it. I, I totally agree just from a spectator standpoint. I've been to Nashville a few times and it's insane to me. And maybe you guys can talk about this or ladies can talk about this a little bit, but it seems like you go into, we were there a Sunday afternoon and I don't remember who, what the guy's name was, but a really good singer singing at like 1 PM in this, in this restaurant is when you go down to Nashville, is it, do you have a specific venue or area you're going to play in or does management look for venues or how does how does that work well so far we have had to have a show every second day in order to like stay in the states um so we've done that ourselves and it's been really cool because we get to try out a bunch of different venues and um we were 
going to be at um, this really cute little venue called Belcourt Taps. Did you go there? I don't know. What, is that right on? Is that close to Broadway or on Broadway? No, it's a, I don't know what area it is. I get so confused. That oh, town is so crazy oh. when you drive around. They're all of a sudden back in the same spot. Yeah, it's, like yeah. a it's a circle. Yeah. yeah. So. But it's a kind of a street with a bunch of heritage homes yeah. that have been converted into bars or restaurants. And so when you're sitting in on the stage, you're actually kind of in front of the fireplace and then it's all tables and they've got homey. really unique food and drinks. And yeah, the, we went and played there and the woman who owns the place came up to us afterwards and she was like, who has, who signed your visa? And that's what we were trying to get was a venue to sponsor us so that we could apply for the proper visa to be able to play in the States as often as we wanted. Um, otherwise you have to do like what Britt was saying. You have to have, um, a B1 visa, which for artists is, uh, if you don't know, it's a visa where you are not being paid any money, you're not being given any hospitality Food. or anything. And there's a lot of paperwork involved and you have to have, um, you can have a day of grace before and after each engagement. So basically to stay for the trip, like I said, you have to have something every other day, which wow. can you know, it can be hard because like you said, you go anywhere and there's amazingly talented people there. So it's super humbling and inspiring because when you go down there, you just see that there are so many people doing what you want to do. And um, when we had that opportunity to have her sign our paperwork, we were like, wow, we're going to have a place to play. Yeah. And it was going to open up other opportunities, but unfortunately, (laughs) (laughs) we had to take an emergency flight home yeah oh that's what happened oh you were there and then flew back home because of everything going on yeah Yeah. well things started getting canceled and closed down we were stuck in our hotel room we nervous of everything we made a run to whole foods and like bought things like canned tuna yeah like (laughs) like things that didn't have to be like cooked because we were just in a hotel room at the time and then everyone started canceling things. And so we were like, okay, what are we going to do? Just stay here in our hotel room. And then we had a meeting. Watch friends. <laughs> we had a meeting with our management. And they were like, what are you guys still doing here? Go home. Go home right now. And we're so like, oh, we left. We were like in the middle of a song, right? We're like, okay, we just have to go have a call with our management guys. And they're like, we'll go get snacks. And then we called them back. We're like, we're at the airport eating vegetables. Stressed we made out. It. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had we oh had about God. 20 minutes to pack up and get to the airport to check in for our flight. Like we caught the next one home. Yeah. But there was like, people were talking about how, you know, if you didn't go now, that if you got any kind of like tickle in your throat or they would, they would keep you there and you wouldn't be allowed to go home. So we started getting all of these sort of different messages and, and, and everyone at home was saying like, what are you still doing there? The prime yeah. minister is asking everyone abroad to come home. And yeah, so we're like, oh, but when you're, when you're there, like we said, our schedule is so jam packed that we barely have time to even look on our social phone. media. Yeah. So we were like, oh, this is actually really serious. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, cause usually we're like, oh, you know, like we're, we're healthy. We're just gonna, you know, keep our distance, like just with regular illnesses um, this is huge, but this but is way different in the past though. We've had this happen. Like we've had H1N1, we've had SARS, we've, like, there's been all these different things. So to us, if you weren't looking at the media it was like, okay, like wash your hands, mm-hmm. wear a mask and everything will keep Be going careful, on. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was something that was a different, different, that was a totally different experience. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Well, okay. So I think it's a perfect lead into the whole 
quarantine thing. I mean, it seems like the three of you have been writing a lot in this quarantine. Did you have, I mean, this is a, this is a big setback for anybody, but I guess my question is, how do the three of you stay positive and hopeful in the face of COVID in this situation or any setback? Is there, is it music that is what keeps the three of you going and excited and inspired? Or is there some habit or routine that you do on top of that to just keep you going when things look like they're not looking very positive? I like to um, write gratitude lists or future casting lists um, to keep optimistic and keep those like good visions um, at the top, like the front of my brain, just mm -hmm. to, to keep that as the most important thing because you have to just keep looking forward and, and, and like feeling like things are going in a good direction. What's yeah, future? I think one Can you talk about future casting? Because I, I don't think I've heard that phrase before. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> it's magic. It's a magic trick. <laughs> so like gratitude lists are um, really great for like uh, appreciating everything you have. And then that keeps the momentum flowing and all that. Um, future casting is kind of like a gratitude list for things that haven't happened yet. Oh. Yeah. So like a goal. So you'd be like, I'm so grateful that the heels have a top 40 charting song. Yeah. And then... I'm, it, you have I'm, to speak it like it's present. And then I, you have to say like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like really like visualize it and feel it mm -hmm. and like soak that in. We've, we've and been so, practicing yeah. The, yeah, we like to practice that. Ever since we met, we all realized we, we did that and we, yeah. we didn't know each other, but we all were. Yeah. Wow. And I didn't even know really what it was. I like when I would drive around in my car, I pretend like people are interviewing me and I answer questions <laughs> like, I, like I'm already super Reba McIntyre yeah. famous. And yeah, it doesn't so, have to be just a list. Like, no. You can just talk it So out. I just talk and I, and I like say all these things of all this success that's happened for us. Like I'm, and I just thought I was like a crazy person, <laughs> but then it's a real thing. Think we're crazy. <laughs> my brother, they're real. Crazy, so. Yeah. <laughs> taking photos of me in my car. I'd be like, <laughs> yes, Carla does that. Yeah. I'm so famous. Everyone's, everyone's here to take my picture. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it can be like something as little and silly as that, or you can go into like a full list, like a meditation like a, of like, or just talking out loud to yourself. Or, yeah. Whatever yeah. makes you feel it and like enjoy those feelings and, and get the, that excitement. It has to be real. Cause I, I learned that your brain actually can't differentiate between what's real in front of you and what you're visualizing in your head. Um, like your brain will think it's happening if you close your eyes and really feel like you're there. So, and then that, that's like law of attraction. That's, I cannot believe you just, we're reading our little book club. We're reading a book. I think it's called the winner's brain. And that's exactly what they're talking about. It's amazing how oh. all this stuff connected to one another. But I, I think that's so awesome that you, I know we're being silly a little bit, but I think it makes a lot of sense to visualize how you want it to look because second, the first thing is, like you said, it's going to make it more real and a better chance of it happening. But then to me, the second thing is, if it, if, and when it does happen, it's not going to be like overwhelming because you've already lived it in your mm -hmm. head, right? Exactly. Yeah. And for all the skeptics that think it actually doesn't work, it's a happy little place to live in our brain in yeah. our happy world. <laughs> Nothing to lose. We're there. hugely successful. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
this is great. I did I didn't know this was gonna go this direction, but I love it. This is awesome. <laughs> we could talk this direction for days. Yeah, it's something that we all really do and, yeah. and we've all like explored together and works it's, for us. Yeah, it works for us. So we're magical, healing little good yeah. witches. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to just sprinkle healing around the world. Yes. When we get to places. We're Glenda's darling. Glenda. Yeah. Do you, maybe I should know this, but do you have a song that is based on gratitude and thankfulness? Or I don't want to give anything away if that's in the works, but is there one that you have that, because this is, it seems like it'd be a great song, everything that you're talking about right here. Yeah, we don't want to give anything away. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> but we do have some some new ideas coming for the record of ways that we're trying to incorporate that even more. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would say all of our songwriting, we try to come from a place that even if it's um, maybe getting over a breakup or someone or, or some kind of bad experience, that the end emotion that you're feeling in it is empowerment and and sort of you know the the better side. Yeah, no of everything. No victim yeah. mindset. Yeah. So even oh like, like the tough ones and, and anything where it hurts, it's still sort of looking at it from perspective that you've gained and that you're, you're grateful for that. Yeah. Light at the end of the tunnel always. Yeah. 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 Light at the end of the tunnel. I like that. Okay. What is next for the heels? You clearly have new music going on. Is there something is there a, another album that's definitely coming out or what's on the horizon after we get over this whole COVID thing album number two yes 2021 we've got big plans um if all goes according to plan yeah <laughs> and we've got some the album just keeps getting longer and longer because we have more time here to record. And we've written so many songs that, and there's three of us. So everyone's like, well, what about this song? I like this song. And we're and like, yeah, I know. We love them all. Yeah. Can we just record all of them? Like, yeah. <laughs> and we're trying to do some new things with featuring each other's voices more and kind of having different sounds. Um, yeah. we're, we're experimenting a lot. Yeah. yeah. So it's very exciting. And then we're trying to come up with ways that we can still do what we love with touring and reaching different communities and people, but um, also considering that things might be, you know, just in Canada or under 50 people max. So we're trying to, you know, still follow our marketing plans and strategies, but with like new ways of incorporating the, the new regulations because mm -hmm. of COVID. Yeah. Got to get creative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, lots of new music. Very good. Lots. What did you? Sorry, I missed that, Kyla. What did you say? I said we're good at get, getting creative. <laughs> yeah. You have to. Yeah. I mean, it, there's really no other option, I guess, right now. H how do you decide? This is the last question, and we'll get into the final five here. How do you decide if you have thirty songs or written out twenty-five, thirty songs? How do you decide? What do you need to get it down to, like 15? Or what's the number of songs for an album, typically? Yeah, about 12 to 15-ish. Okay. Yes. Nowadays, it's even less. So yeah. we're, we're kind of unique that we keep making these full-length albums. But that's what we grew up loving. And it's when you write so much, like you said, 30. But try, like, a couple hundred songs. Like, maybe not a couple hundred, but I'd say we're at least at 150. Yeah. 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 Wow. Your song list is at 150. 
So what we did was we sat around Brittany's coffee table and we wrote all of the song titles out onto these little sticky notes. And then we, um, we made sort of a graph and on one side we had tempos and then we also had emotions because we wanted to make sure that the album was diverse enough that we were touching on different topics and touching on different emotions and then also having different, um, tempos tempos and, and feels. So yeah, then we kind of put them all in groups and then we thought, okay, of these groups, what are our favorites? We and then we all voted. Yeah. yeah. So, and we included um, Anthony, who's um, our producer. And yeah, so there was um, four, four votes. Anything that had a four votes got moved to a separate pile. And they then- were like the top, like for sure. Yeah. And then the three vote pile and then the two, and then the ones didn't unfortunately get make the cut (laughs) of course (laughs) yeah but we're still revisiting some of those and sometimes like kyla was saying things come up where people are like i need this because i really want to pitch it or i need this for some kind of commercial and so we recorded things like that too that just randomly yeah some of them sound more like a jingle so we're like great perfect yeah (laughs) we'll just make this into a little like there's a there's a space online called song space where you can put all your songs and organize it and then you can pitch to people from there very handy oh wow yeah it seems like you all three of you it's just i i don't know if i just haven't been talking to a lot of musical artists but it seems like the three of you just you can tell the bond and the level of respect that you have for one another and i think that's the coolest part of this whole interview the teamwork is just so obvious to me that you all just want what's best for the three of you and the producer and the whole team so i i think that's it's really cool to see that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah. I love it. We're all about fairness. Oh. Yeah. And there's always a team behind every artist. And I think that's kind of the coolest part of the journey is building that team. Because there's always going to be ways that you can just hire out things and have somebody, you know, do that aspect of the job. But as we've been going along, we've actually had people that are getting just as invested as we are. And they're staying on the team. And that was part of our visualizing. Yeah. Or like, if we're going to have team members, which of course we do want, they're going to be the people that are on like the same a, page as us yeah. and really believing in us. And, and they'll come to us when, when it's the, time. Yeah. When it's time. And that's exactly what's happened so far. That the big takeaway that I did not expect is this visualizing thing. I think that's for anybody listening or watching. Future casting. Future casting. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay. This is probably my favorite part of the whole interview at the end. I'm so excited. For anyone, <laughs> listeners and watchers, viewers, they have no idea the five questions I'm about to ask, and that gets me really excited. So let's see how the three of you answer. And feel free, if all three of you want to answer individually, that's fine. Or if just one or two of you want to take it, that's okay too. It's all blurted it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to start with the deep one. We're going to go deep. How do you, and I guess by you, it could mean you individually or the group or however you want to interpret it. How do you want to be remembered? Happy. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a fun word? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Bringing bringing positivity. Yes. Making people feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Healing. Yeah. Yeah. He's a healing person. I, I think yeah. whenever we leave a room, we go, You've been healed. Yeah. 
in that voice. And if, and if people aren't very nice, yeah. then we say, go heal yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's like our kind way of saying that. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> go heal yourself. <laughs> And is that really wheels on wheels no we really do though matt we do you do we really do because it's a lot nicer than saying go f yourself because that doesn't really get you anywhere because nobody That's needs to do that we need healing yeah <laughs> wait you do you actually do you end the shows with you've been healed is that what happens oh no not on, no, not on we stage could. we could do that <laughs> Usually just like when we leave, you know, like Elvis has left the building. Yeah, we're it's like, kind of a joke, but we're like, <laughs> it's our thing. That's and then we do that. Like that. Yeah. Could have had a V8. Could have healed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> oh, You've been healed. I've, I've been healed. I think you I've been You have too, man. <laughs> Okay, I got to compose myself to ask this next question. Oh man. Okay, how do, how do you or no, I already asked you that one. What are you most thankful for? I'm thankful for friendship and happiness. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Yes. I'm very thankful for that too. I think also um just like the connections that we've made because as we did this as solo artists, it, it's kind of lonely and you're kind of just hiring people on to play for you for whatever gig. And, and that was like what we were envisioning was having a team. And that's what we have now. Mm -hmm. And we have a band that plays for us all the time. And they're like a family and we've got our management that's like a family and everything is just so much more than, than music now. And, but then we're still, it's still music. So yeah. yeah. And I'm thankful for our equal levels of like drive and um yeah what's the word i'm looking for motivation yeah like we motivate each other and we and we keep going so Brittany, that's, I, that's very important i think that's a great point with the equal level of drive because like you said if if somebody is doesn't have as much drive and two of you do i mean that's going to cause some some issues i would think so i think that's a really good point mm -hmm. that all three of you have that drive uh Okay, this third question, I've asked this to everybody, and I must admit, I'm most excited for the three of you to answer this because I don't know where this is going to go, but that gets me really pumped. What is your, what is each of your, or maybe you could answer for the other person if you want to, what is your best dance move? Best dance move? Oh. Dance move. We know okay. Kyla's. Oh. What do yeah. you, do it, Kyla? Come on, Kyla. She likes to make these faces. She's like, yeah. especially when we're driving and listening to demos. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like air slapping. Her, what do you call it? It's slapping. <laughs> yes. Bobby does a mean tooth toothpick. What is it called? The toothpick. Oh my gosh, flossing. Toothpick. Toothbrush. <laughs> mean Okay, well, I'm pretty good at flossing. I also, whenever whenever I've had more than I should to drink, I like to dance with my mouth open. Like, that's when my friends are like, oh, she's having a good time. So I'm like, that's, that's my signature move. <laughs> wow. Open mouth dancing, we call it. And tooth picking, apparently. <laughs> and Brittany, good. best dance move. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't oh, know. Brittany actually weird. does go Brittany and dance with people. Yeah. No. Brit 
<laughs> Wait, what? would you, you say, Bobby? What does Brittany do? Brittany goes and dances with people, like, when we're out and people are like, oh, let's go dance. Brittany's like, yeah, let's go dance. Whereas, like, <laughs> I need to be like, no, I need to, like, have a few more drinks so that I'm like, ah. <laughs> And then you'll see me out there toothpicking. <laughs> and I'm the wallflower too. Forever tape. calling it that now. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but Brittany oh. is actually a professionally trained dancer. So out of all of us, when we... As we you, yeah. Uh, one of our music videos you can watch. He's not where I'm going. We have a whole choreographed dance, and oh. she is definitely. You have to check. One I found it most natural. Yeah, choreography Wait, becomes more natural to me than naturally dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was? What's the song that you had? You danced to? He's not where I'm going. He's, yeah. Okay, I, we got to make sure everyone watching and listening. Yeah, yeah, she, she does that. She gets that snack face going. Yeah. <laughs> we have a new song on the album, and I just, when we finished writing it, we put it on play and repeat all throughout Nashville. And I, yeah. the, the cat, I couldn't yeah. not do that like the whole day. My Allie face. gets her, she starts driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Attitude. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. We roll down all the windows. We're like, listen to this. This is us. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that question might lead to a great response, and you did not disappoint. Oh you didn't God. disappoint. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one is who is, and again, this could be each of you individually or as a group, who is your hero in your life? Ooh. Musically or? Uh, either, either or. It could be musically oh. or or personally or professionally, whatever you'd like. Musically, I love Reba. She's like stayed true to herself, but also reinvented herself so many times. And she's still an iconic singer, still living her dream. She's done movies, acting. She's such a nice person. Um, and yeah, growing up, that was who made me want to sing was Reba and how passionate she is when she sings, their growls and all of her crazy costumes. So, mm -hmm. but then in my life, I would say my mom, she's like the most giving person. Um, she is just so positive. She's super like dedicated and motivated. She's like fit and beautiful and has the cleanest house on the block and her garden's all nice. It's just like, sometimes I'm like, Oh, like I remember when I moved out, I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, how does your house get this messy just from living? Like <laughs> not even doing anything and things are getting dirty in here. And my mom would come over and like help me try to so yeah, I would say my mom and, uh, and my dad too, of course, my dad's an amazing supportive guy. And, and like they say, you always try to find someone who's like your dad. And I always thought that I wouldn't, but my fiance and him are pretty similar in the way that they're just always wanting to take care of everyone and make sure that you feel safe and comfortable and loved. And so I'm pretty, I feel very grateful that I have great parents and they're happily in love and yeah. And then, and Reba. Reba McIntyre, my favorite singer. <laughs> Kyla and Go, and someone else. Come on. Actually, for me, it's my, my parents, my mom and my stepdad, Len, for sure. They do so much for the world, not just for me, but everybody. They care yes. down to their soul. Like, I learned how to care for people from them and how to treat people from them. So, but that 
for me, that's who it is. Love it. That's so good. Yeah. Brittany, you got one for us? <laughs> okay, I'm going to talk about my parents too because <laughs> this is a parent talk now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my dad is who taught me everything that I know basically about music because he was a, is a musician and um, I grew up singing with him and he taught me harmonies, how to sing harmonies. Um, like I was under 10 years old. I think I was like eight when I started singing harmonies with him and he was like a drill sergeant. Like we got those harmonies right when, when there was type a, like a, something to rehearse for. Um, yeah. And then he's, he's encouraged my music career. And yeah, my mom's just been a mom. <laughs> that mom that was like the safe place and like, yeah. Yeah. And I can add to those, but if anyone's watching that is going or in Qualicum, Kyla's parents' restaurant, Bailey's in the Village, going there is exactly like what Kyla just said. They care for everyone. They know people's names. They know what people want or how they want their food. And whenever we've gone there, they've uh, taken such good care of us. And just being in there, though, and seeing how their customers are just so happy to mm -hmm. be there. And so yeah, cute. it's so sweet. And Brittany's dad, like you said, helping us on our journey uh, when we released our first song, he was like right there, like helping us foot the bill to hire a radio tracker because it was so expensive. And he was like, no, I believe in you guys. This is going to be big. And so, yeah, we couldn't do what we do without all of our parents. And yeah, we're lucky. We have songs written for them too. Oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> your, mama. Yeah, your mama and a man like you. Yeah. <laughs> they, we released them like Mother's Day last year and then Father's Day this year. So those are oh. available if you we call ourselves on yeah. our heels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have something for every something season. For every season. <laughs> every occasion. That's great. Yeah, I think that's great. You have so many different songs about so many different parts of your lives. I think that's mm -hmm. going to hit home for somebody, at least one or two or three of the songs are. So I think that's awesome. Okay, so in closing, to close it out, where can everybody – follow along. I mean, I've, I've been talking about the YouTube channel, which everybody needs to hop on. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, is it The Heels Music or correct me, you guys, where should people follow you? You go. TheHeelsMusic.com. Yeah. All of our social handles are The Heels Music. Yeah. You have to put music at the end of The Heels. Otherwise, you get a bunch of shoes. <laughs> you it won't is. find us. No. The heels, it's H E E L S for everybody that does not know. The heels music. Yes. Okay. Well, Brittany, Bobby, Kyla, this, is, this has been so much fun. Uh, I thank you so much for coming on. And I just, I hope everybody's smiling as big as I am at the end of this interview because this was a lot of fun. Thank you. And good yeah, thank you so, so much. much for reaching out. Yeah, yeah cool. this is amazing what you do to to put like a spotlight on people following their dreams because that's exactly what we hope is you know something that people take away from this is yeah. that we've done this so many times and had ups and downs and you know you you can do it. You just have to keep going. So. Yeah, you so good. and visualize. <laughs> You've been healed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. This is so much fun. I appreciate your time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. 
please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker at Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks, and I love you so much.